Hey, welcome to NextCast 10. Happy week to you. Actually, it's Columbus Day week, Epe, and I want to make sure everybody celebrates in the correct way and cough on an Indian. Are you ready for some news, Epe? You can participate, you know, you don't have to sit there sipping on a monster. An American Indian protest poured fake blood and doll parts over the front route of the Denver Columbus Day Parade. 83 members of American Indians have been arrested. And uh, they were offered uh, commuted sentences, but they traded away for a bottle of whiskey. Again. Your mic's on. You can speak. Fine, we'll just go on with some more news. Cracked has released the top sick rock and rollers. Have you seen this list? The top sick rock and rollers. And I bet you should be happy. Marilyn Manson made number three. Don't turn your back to me. Marilyn Manson made number three on the list. And the very upsetting part about it, nowhere on the list, Freddie Mercury. Nothing to say about that? Fine, but let's keep on going then. Got one little more piece of news for you, Hefe. Baltimore went seven days without a murder. Seven days almost set a record for the city of Baltimore. I say we stand up and give them a clap. STD joke, Hefe. Next. 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 One hour. The top ten stories of the week. According to them, El Jefe and J Dubs. Next is now. Actually, that bit got a lot better today. A lot better. There's no whining. Oh, you don't even want to do the next guest now, huh? Welcome to Next Guest 10. I'm J Dubs. Hefe's a mute today. Will one of these stories be the number one story of the week? Being gay is retarded, snorting coke off of a baby's belly, the stripper's secret weapon for tips. The details in these stories, where they'll rank in this week's top ten, are next with us, El Jefe. Who are you? J-Dubs. Hmm. I thought Hack Host was your new name. Oh, that's just your online name. Uh, first of all, I am Hefe. J-Dubs Hideout. AOL.com. Uh, that guy... I made that bit for you, so I think if I just step out of it, eventually we'll stop it. Nope. Of course, you know it's from the hideout. See, next. I, I like to annoy until I get you back on board. It'll just get worse. I'm going to do like a 20-minute one next week. MySpace.com slash NextRadio, NextRadioFans.com, FullBlownAids.com, RonFez.net, the buddies over at WackBag.com. Hello! How are you anyway? How you feeling, Dubs? Good! I took, took a, a nap little, today? Yeah, I, I did too. I took a little cat nap, about three minutes. Uh, what I like to call the bullshit before the show. What? And I'm feeling refreshed, and I'm ready to go. In fact, fuck all the bullshit. Let's get started with number 10. Next. Next. Story number 10. 10. Man kills self in front of city council. This is a story... 
first of all, I want to say about this man, hero. And the reason I want to say hero is because of the fact that this dude actually went through with something. He had a plan. He had an idea. He was. All, I'm going to say he's almost a visionary. He said, you know what? I'm having a shitty day. I'm having a shitty life. And if I don't get what I want, I'm going to blow my brains out in front of the people who are directly fucking with me. He stole my bet. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> Here, here's a next, here's a next download to give you the whole story. Next download. Ronald Boward was apparently upset because the request that he had put in to have his house rezoned was pulled. Now, this is the man reports say shot himself at the city council meeting last night around age fifteen. And that's when the gentleman just looked at the mayor and says, uh, "I just want you to know that you've killed me." And about that time, he pulled a gun out of his right pants pocket. Stuck in his mouth and pulled the trigger. Take someone with you, though. Take that small town mayor with you if you're going to do it. You know what? Fuck that, because now people are sympathetic toward him. If he had taken somebody out, they'd have been like, that guy's a crazy fuck, he's an asshole, he shot up city council. No, but now all of a sudden... You're a legend? You make that city council look like heartless sons of bitches. Next download. After the shooting, witnesses say Ward's wife threw herself on top of her husband's body while others stood... Way to break the stereotypes right there, buddy. <laughs> oh, Lordy Lord! Don't take him so soon! Next download. ...shocked, covered their faces, or ran, screaming from the room. Reports say Ward wanted his home on Madison Street rezoned to increase his property value. The city council says Ward told them increasing his property value would help him secure a loan and offset debt he'd incurred when expanding his business. Ward owned Bo's Barbershop. Now, city council members say that at least one police officer is normally there in the room during city council meetings, but visitors aren't required to go through any sort of metal detector. Reporting live from Clarksville, Courtney Weiss, News Channel 5. Thank you, Courtney. It was Bo's Barbershop. That was his place. It was mm-hmm. in his house. City council votes it down five to seven. He stood, walked toward the council. Y'all have put me under. I'm out of here. And then pulls out the shotgun, or uh, the small oh, handgun. I was going to say shotgun. <laughs> you know, Jesus the small, Christ. Small handgun and blows it's hard his... hard to rat hole a shotgun. <laughs> blows his brain out. I'm telling you, this is actually a very cool story. Because I have always thought, especially when I was a little fat teenager and maybe going through the phase where every little fat teenager wants to kill himself to show everybody how much they'd miss him. Mm -hmm. Now, he actually went through it. And I'm sure that city council, which voted it down five to seven, is fucking thinking to themselves, I should have flipped my vote just so I don't have to fucking have that image in my head for the rest of my life of this guy taking taking his life from himself. You brought up an interesting thing. The uh, the high school wanting to kill yourself. What was your suicide fantasy in high school? Mine. I'll, I'll let you think about yours yeah. for a second. Mine was uh, we had a huge courtyard, and like uh, all, all the uh, inside classes, like there's ones on the inner ring and there's ones on the outer ring. All the inner ring classes you could see into this courtyard. I always just thought it'd be awesome to walk out there with a gun, just put it underneath my uh, my chin. And blow my the top of my head off. That was my little fantasy. Well, uh, first of all, I want to know: Are these common? Because you and I have had these fantasies, so I wonder if everyone else in the world also too has that that high school fantasy or middle school fantasy of killing themselves to make other people 
feel guilty. I know me and uh, like three friends would always just sit around and talk about how cool it would be. And, and, and that's the thing in high school, because you have friends die around you. I mean, at least I did in high school. And you saw the attention that the hot chicks gave to these kids after they were dead, of course. But like these chicks that would never really care are bawling their eyes out. Everybody's showing up to the funeral. And then you see someone who dies in their 90s or even 70s for that matter. And there's not really a big hubbub. There's a few people walking in and out of the... There's uh, definitely hype around suicide. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. You get a little fanfare and out of it. Especially when you're that young. Because if you die old, not as many people care. But the school shuts down for one day. Because and you, you get your page in the yearbook. Mm-hmm. You, you get know. that page with your stupid picture in there. You know, there's a whole thing that's going on there. I, I never your really, Reggie's haircut. I, I never had a specific, you know, fantasy of how I wanted to go out. But my whole thing was, to, I wanted to be able to die and then see the girls crying and yeah. see who who really cared and if Amy cared afterwards. Because she just wanted to be friends, and she wasn't interested in going out with me and being boyfriend and girlfriend. Because for some fucking reason, she was too good for me. Jaded? And Laura, and Mandy, <laughs> and the rest of you motherfuckers. So yes, I think we've all had that thought. There's no doubt about it. Now, um, I say... Yardstickadeath.com. It's time I'm t- I'm to bring this thing to fruition. I can't now. He's ripped me off. He didn't completely steal your bit because I wanted you to blog about it and YouTube about it. You know, manly things. And then you can take yourself out uh, and really make well, it a big... Why wear my Fallout Boy hoodie? Would you? Do you think... Now, let's just think for a moment. Okay. Uh, being uh, the depressed uh, former radio personalities that we were. What if we did this in a program, ex-program director's office? Or even specifically someone who could have hired us but didn't? Like, do you think that they would think, man, you know what, I cost them their lives? Or would they think, you know what, those fucking guys are crazy. It's a good thing we didn't hire them. <laughs> yeah, I would say most of the people in the radio business are just as jaded and, like, they, they, they would run a bit about it. Not a good one, because most radio people blow, but they would just, you know, they would, they would joke about it afterwards. It would be cooler talk. Yeah, the, yeah, it would make, but I don't think anyone would really get that. Because that's a sad thing, too. This guy has set a precedent that I think the rest of the nation should set, too. If somebody's fucking with you and they're really messing up your life, go in there. Don't take them out, because that's stupid. Take yourself out to teach them a lesson. And then maybe we can start a movement. And we can all link up and talk about it at yardstickadeath.com. Next, next, next story number nine. You want to talk about depressing? This is one that we can sadly identify with. We don't get too political on the show, and we don't really talk, you know, serious issues. But I see this story, and it's comical to me. President Bush says the jobs report shows a vibrant economy. He says the latest employment report is showing a vibrant and strong economy because employers added 110,000 jobs, uh, new jobs, in September. He's just really happy because he's got a new hot chick as press secretary. He thinks that's cool because they got that job open for a really, really cute chick. Yeah, that chick that took over for Tony Snow is fucking smoky. Yeah. She's really, really hot, and you can tell that she's probably in some dirty secretary-like shit. Yeah, I want to lick her fucking milk dud. So, but I mean, but I mean, it's not even a milk dud because I'm sure it's like pristine. You oh, know no, what I mean? No, I, that, that shit's dirty. It's dirty on everyone, and I love it. I love a nice, dirty milk dud. <laughs> but one that looks like it's been dropped on the ground, kicked around on a school bus for a while. But who is this strong economy? 
Who is it good for? Is it good for you, Dubs? No. It's not good for me. I doubt it's good for a lot of the people listening to this next cast. I'm wondering where this great economy is. They keep talking about the jobless rate is low. Now, here's, you know, pulling back the curtain for a second. Obviously, Dubs and I, once the severance ran out, once the unemployment ran out, we had to go find real jobs. And guess what? There are no real jobs out there right now. At least not for us. I mean, I'm, and I don't really see many for anybody of skill. I mean, there's a lot of entry-level jobs. But it's all and sales stuff, and yeah, marketing bullshit. Yeah, a lot of stuff that you know is commission-based, a lot of stuff that you can't really support a family on. It's that commission-based stuff, or it's a shit hourly job. Mm-hmm. And that, for the most part, at least I'm going to say in Tampa, Florida. But I think a lot of people, you go through your life, if you don't have a specific skill set, okay? Maybe you're not a doctor. Maybe you're not a lawyer. Um, or even, you know, other things. Maybe you're not a teacher, although you can get into teaching. You know what I mean? But if you don't have that, and you're just kind of a guy, maybe you got an associate's degree, maybe you even got have a degree, but you don't want to do sales and marketing, what are you going to go do? You can't go Men's work. warehouse. You can't go work at the local fucking factory. You know, it's not no, there's out no factory. there. Yeah, there's no factory. There's nothing like that going on. All, you know, and factory jobs suck for the most part and all the good ones are shut down now and gone overseas so it, it you know if there, if there is a factory job it is seven or eight dollars an hour i do want to thank richard who sent us on our uh, myspace myspace.com slash next radio a job lead uh, for here in tampa you know and it's a it's a job that he says is really easy but you know what it is that's i left the other one out it's a call center job yeah i can't do that I, we tried it yeah, we definitely did. I can't did. do it. And it's just and it, but that's the problem though. And I wonder and people wonder why depression is up <laughs> in this nation. It's because you can't go to a job where you feel like you can you where you've legitimately feel like you've contributed to society. We went and tried out a call center job, you know, just for and I did what, 4 hours of it, 2 hours of it. And I what I told the guy there, I'm like, "Hey, just keep the money. Don't worry about paying me." I'm gone. Yeah, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, I had I had a job lined up uh, pretty much immediately afterwards with AC Nielsen, and I had to start in a call center and then possibly move up to really cool stuff. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. I'm sorry, I can't sit here. I know what callers are like. Mm-hmm. The best thing about a next cast is that there are no callers, <laughs> so I'm not interested in sitting what in a job. What the hell are you talking about? Now, speaking of jobs, just really quickly, let's go our specific trade. It's dead. Oh, right now F- it is. No, I'm I'm talking specifically the format of FM talk. Oh yeah, is dead. Uh, during the week of Next Cast Ten, we had the flip of, uh, I believe it was Why, Detroit, yeah, Detroit, uh, and, and and also Pittsburgh, and now. And I've heard a couple more out well, there. The rumors are that Chicago and Dallas are next. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't surprise me. I right. mean, Detroit, and for we, one, is has been there for one of the longer-standing FM talkers. And then we've also lost this year. YSP in Philly has gone mm-hmm. back to rock. And, of course, we all know about K-Rock uh, in New York. So now Dubs and I look at each other like, where are we going to go? There are, uh, there are probably, by the end of the year, going to be five outlets left. L.A., which Jack Silver out there actually likes us, but there are no openings. Uh, JFK, we've been there. They don't have any holes right now. And, and real- I, if there were, I think 
a certain guy would have his cock in it blocking that hole. I, I, I'm not pointing any fingers, but uh, there's one guy who likes to stick his cock in the holes that we try to fill. And then there's real radio, which we've been there, we've done that, we know they have money issues, so you know that's not going to happen. And then the other two are Sirius and XM, which is probably going to be one. Yeah, and right now, because of the looming just one, there's been a, a hiring freeze for the most part. So that potentially leaves, by the end of the year, four outlets for us to do what we do. And right now, you know, three, because two of them are basically not hiring so, completely at all. So, Dubs and I are sitting here this week thinking, it really is going to be rock radio all over again. Or... Maybe even CHR Top 40 Radio. And, so I, and I, I know. And I'm like, okay, maybe we go sports. Maybe we could clean up our image and go AM talk. You know, that could be a possibility. But FM talk right now is genuinely dead. And what sucks about that, this FM talk or whatever we're doing right now and uh, <clears throat> rock are like the, the more fun ones to do. The other ones are still fun. You're still getting out there doing your thing. But the real fun is an FM talk in rock. And it sucks to see that they, right now, not a whole lot's going on. Well, not a lot's going on. CBS has been scared by the format. And, you know, going back to the whole rape victim analogy, hey, you know, you, got bur- you didn't execute it right. You got burned by it. And you're going away from it. You may come back. There are rumors that another company like Citadel may step into it. What pisses me off, Dubs, and I'm going to make this proclamation, you and I could have saved a couple of stations. You and think? I, and I know that sounds very narcissistic, but I think the format and I think the way society is heading overall, because people don't want to hear reality radio anymore. You got reality all over the place. Fucking TV is all about reality. You can't do that same stuff anymore, and you can't even execute it properly on the FM dial, it, it's executed well on satellite. So you needed something new with a gimmick. We were here, and we could have saved you. Chicago and Dallas, we could still save you. It's just too bad you'll probably be dead by the end of the month. Next. Next. Story number eight. Number eight. Troubled soul star R. Kelly is making an early Christmas plan for a tour without getting official permission to leave his native Chicago. The singer-songwriter initially denied reports he was planning a winter tour, but has now come clean that he will end up going out on a Christmas tour. Of course, R. Kelly, in all sorts of legal trouble, has to persuade the judge overseeing his ongoing child pornography uh, trial to let him leave the state for 39 dates, which are said to begin in November. How long is this trial going to go on? I mean, they got videotape of him. Come on. Convict or let him go. Isn't that the crazy thing about the judicial system now? That even with videotape, you still can't convict a motherfucker? <laughs> the, guys, the guys are screaming CGI. Like, anybody's going to CGI. <laughs> he did. He started saying CGI. Uh, and someone's going to actually CGI fucking warm liquid you know going what, on to a young girl. You know what's crazy, though? Is the whole idea of reasonable doubt. I think we need to rethink that. Because people are so fucking stupid. Because you can throw out something like CGI, and someone will say, you know what? That's possible. Hey, there's reasonable doubt. It's possible. You know, the same thing with Phil Spector getting off and OJ Uh, He's not totally off yet. Yeah, but with the hung jury, there were enough people that thought reasonable doubt. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like we need to somehow change that standard of reasonable doubt 
because there's people now will buy anything. They've bought a fucking war, you know? So they're easily going to buy reasonable doubt. What pisses me off about R. Kelly, his fucking Christmas album. It seems he actually has a Christmas album. He's coming out with a Christmas album. Is it going to be uh, in the closet one, like where he's uh, just peeking in on Santa and pissing himself? Is that the whole thing? Well, that's going to be the cover. But track uh, okay. one is really, really fucking. All I want for Christmas is a human urinal. I don't think it's going to help his defense out. Uh, uh, the but if he's already on tour and he's overseas, maybe he could go live in Thailand. And, you know, where it's acceptable. Where it's socially acceptable to have a track on your fucking Christmas album that says, Deck the Halls with Piss. And her, too. See, you can't fucking, you know, get away with this stuff. Well, and here's one that's just not even, you know, they, he's not even trying this one. Silent Night Because Her Mouth Is Full of Urine. It's yeah. a little wordy there, R. Kelly. But, see, the whole thing is he does, what is it, rock pros? Yeah. Or, you know, rock operas? So he can get away with the wordy shit. It is like this one. All I want for Christmas is my two underage girls to pee on. See, it's mouthy, it's wordy. Wee Wee Kings is more right there to the point, which I'm really getting into now. I'll tell you, this one disturbs me. And it's because it conjures up a visual, a little drummer boy to pee on. (laughs) That's just really wrong. Next. Next. Story number seven. Speaking of albums... Radiohead to give away their new one. I still won't buy it. (laughs) Not interested, huh? No, no. Uh, Of course, internationally renowned. They've taken the step to tell their fans to pay as much or as little as they want for their new album, In Rainbows. Of course, they've had a bunch of hits. They're known everywhere. This is is a big deal because a lot of people give away their music on Mm. MySpace now. But the fact that Radiohead is saying, here, take it pay what you want for it, just listen to it, and the fact that they're not tied in with a record company anymore, so they're getting absolutely all of the profits off of it. They do have to pay like a, a very minimal um, like fee as far as like, you know, like maybe 40 cents or something just to have, you know, yeah, go for through. for the CDs and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. But you got to put in your information so they have like your email address and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It works out for them and then they, then they get to spam you. So everybody's happy. And they say this is really big because what happens is Prince set the standard. Remember when he gave out his album in, with a, with a newspaper? It was free with mm-hmm. a newspaper over in England and uh, all over the UK. And then he goes and sells out. Well, that's like, where they make their money. They don't make their money on these CDs. These like CDs, 21 dates he had. Yeah, these these CDs don't really do a whole lot for you in the in, in, as far as making money. It's when you go out on tour. That's when you make all the money as a performer. Well, they're also going to put out a whole box set that's going to include the CDs, some vinyls, additional songs, photo, artwork, lyrics. So you got to add all that extra stuff in now to have people make it worth their while to go buy it. Well, because if you're a true fan of Radiohead, you're going to want the whole big you know, thing. Are, are full albums dead, though, You know where people want to actually listen from start to finish? With just being able to download one song or download your favorite little thing? I think thing. for the most part, yeah. Uh, unless you're already a fan of the band, you know? Like with a Marilyn Manson or a Tool, I'll always buy those full albums. But otherwise, sure. Uh, yeah, and it takes a lot of investment of a fan now. Because before, you know, you had to actually go out. You couldn't get one sing- They sold the singles before for like two bucks for a CD. Of- but no one actually bought those. You bought the whole CD. And you kind of had to sit through it, especially with cassettes. 
you couldn't it was really tough to fast forward rewind and find what you wanted to so you basically just le- listened from start to finish to one side now you have and especially when the cds came out you could go to your favorite track all right go back listen to it again put it on repeat do it as many times as you want to and it's even gotten worse with the ipod you know that's a great idea is how's this even killed the concept album yeah yeah uh, the nine inch nails gone. year zero is a great album beginning to end but you wonder how many people are just listening to survivalism or capital g so you're right i mean that it could actually kill the whole concept but then again nine inch nails went the whole way of doing this underground marketing campaign so is this the future though dubs just giving away your artwork, hoping somehow later on you can reap back the benefits. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. Because that's why I'm saying that's exactly what's going on with us right now. We're giving away our quote-unquote art. And is it something po- – because let's be perfectly honest for a moment. Let's say we go do rock or top 40. More than likely, especially if it's a top 40, we're going to be miserable. So we will probably even still do something like this Try to. to get the outlet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But otherwise, does that end up being the future? The other thing, too, is you got to think about the fact that you can get stuff from anywhere now. Like our DVR crapped out this week. My chick finds a website where you can go and you can download every single television show, including absolutely newest ones that uh, you, know, you don't even have to worry about. I'm on I am all the time. Link me. Link I never see, motherfucker. I never see you anymore. If you were around, I maybe, know that's why I say link me. If yeah, you ever participated in the household discussions, maybe we'd fucking let you in on it. Next, next, next. What's next? It's next cast ten. It's F and Dubs. Tell one friend and one friend only. Like minded, they need to hop on board. Check out the next casts. Uh, Dubs coming up. The strippers' secret weapon and Waltar. It's all mixed with us. I'll have fan jados. Next, Val Hefe and J-Dubs. Don't play a power game. Use your head, your ground strokes, and my secret weapon, speed. That's why I picked the pump from Reebok. When I'm pumped up, I get support, protection, and a custom fit. So if you want to beat those rock and roll tennis guys, pump up and air out. Switch to the greatest sports performance shoe in the world, the Reebok Pump. Pump up and air out. CT and Jiffin. When should the plug be pulled on a critically ill astronaut? The day they sneeze. The day they sneeze. If I see a rash, I'm talking you into going to pick up my pen in the ejection pod. And all of a sudden, you're you're out. Go help Bill out in the airlock. He, he needs some help. CT and Jiven. I'm CT. I am Jiven. You can check us out online, ctandjiven.com. C-T-A-N-D-J-I-V-I-N.com. CT and Jiven. From the creators of Squiggle Wiggle Rider and Squiggle Ball. You don't want to sleep with the fishes? You want to stay on the Don's good side? You better listen to the Don. Because if you are listening to the Stugats experience, 
You better have a friend start your car. Capiche? The Dance Nugats Experience. Sundays from 5 to 7 p.m. Only on thereisnoradio.com. Now you have a choice. You can live here or move to No Nonsense Light Support. You'll love it. I was in a test with other regular Sheer Energy users. More of us with a preference preferred No Nonsense Light Support. It invigorates and it's comfortable. It's specially tapered from toe to waist for even support all over without binding. And your legs look great. So come on. Move to No Nonsense Light Support. The look, the fit, the feel. That's No Nonsense what do you get when you cross Godzilla? Siegfried and Roy. And the martini. Shaken, not stirred. So, Macau. Huh? Ask a stupid question. Get a stupid answer. <laughs> stupid bitch. So, Macau.com. El Jefe, J-Dubs, next is now. Welcome back to the next Cast 10, coming up on story number 6. It's Jefe and Dubs, myspace.com, slash next radio. I want more MySpace friends. We don't actively seek them out, but considering the fact that we've got over, actually almost, uh, uh, more than 110,000 downloads. I expect us to have more friends online. So add us if you haven't yet. It's an important way to keep up with us as well. Also, too, Ron Bennington said something that has finally stuck with me. What's and that? so I'm going to change my life based on it. I remember him, I think he even said it to a guest once. He's maybe even said it to us personally before. You don't want to be a guy who doesn't read. You know what I mean? And... What I'd like is if people, you know, if you have the time as you go along, if you have a book that you'd like to recommend to us, uh, hit us up on the MySpace, myspace.com slash nextradio, because I want to take advantage of this time on the beach, even though we're incredibly busier now. Yeah, we're way busier than we were when we were working. I really want to step up my reading efforts. So if you got something you think, hey, you'd really check this out, or you'd really like it, you know, shoot us a, a MySpace message and go from there. Like, you listened to Jimmy Norton's uh, book, the yeah. audio book. Mm-hmm. But I think I might want to read it. I, I enjoyed the audio book. I thought it was very, very funny. If somebody wants to send me a copy of that, <laughs> that would be great. Because I'm supporting Jimmy Norton because he's awesome. Just don't have the money to buy it. Oh, and this week is his uh, HBO special. Stories. Story number six. All right, things are going so well for the New England Patriots that very... Yeah, you have to like really dig hard to find something where it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Dubs, uh, as a fan of the NFL, do you have a player that you hate? Tom Brady's one of them. Tom Brady is. Uh, let's see, who else do I? What do you hate, hate. about Tom Brady? Um, I don't think he's as good as advertised. I think it's a system thing. I think you pop any any serviceable quarterback into that system, and you've got uh, a winner. And especially when it comes to now surrounding him with the Randy players. Moss. Dante, and- I didn't even realize they had Dante Stallworth. So I see this about Tom Brady. That on their way back from Cincinnati, after the fucking beatdown they landed on the Bengals, uh, the in-flight movie was the 2003 Al Pacino film, The Recruit, also starring Tom Brady's ex-girlfriend, 
Bridget Moynihan. <laughs> as soon as her name appears in the opening credits, someone had the movie replaced. To me, this is hilarious because I can just see like that douche chill moment mm-hmm. where everyone's getting ready. They really don't care. Everyone's excited. They pop in the movie. Most guys aren't going to be watching. I'm actually surprised they have movies on the flights because you figure everyone has iPods and DVD players. Well, it's just another way of, you know, kind of if you don't want to... You know, sit there and listen to music. Hey, there's a movie on too. Enjoy I've even yourself. heard of game films sometimes getting broken down on the plane. So I'm a little surprised they're showing something like The Recruit. But then the name pops up, Bridget Moynihan. <laughs> and then I wonder who thinks, oh, shit, is Brady going to be pissed? I got to go take this fucking thing out of the I DVD guarantee, player. I guarantee right when it popped up, all the bros were, oh, ho, 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 ho. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm like wondering if all the, <laughs> do you remember what it was like being on your football team and oh, the yeah. bus on the way back from an away game? And Munch is in the back, uh, freestyle rapping, See, we goofing goof- on everybody. The way there and the way back, we couldn't talk. Oh, silent bus there and back. Nah, fuck that shit. You know, we uh, we 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 were somewhat quiet on the way back. But if we won um, on the way too, we were somewhat quiet on the way back. If we won, it was rowdy. It was like a house party, and we had all these brothers in the back. And I mentioned this one guy specifically, Munch who he was so gifted freestyle he would see like a billboard or anything and just start rapping and then making fun of you and your mother so it was fantastic so you got to think there are guys that are on this plane and they see Moynihan pop up and they're fucking trying to they're going to start dropping lyrics on Tom Brady <laughs> well uh we uh, you know, like I said we had the silent bus and I think it was a bad idea for our coaches to give us the silent bus back because if it was a winning game, we were really, really happy, and we had to keep it all pent in. And blow each other. No, until we got back, and then we all went out and uh, found uh, Roadkill and went to people's uh, outside patio sets and made a tea party of, uh, of dead animals. Now, here's the thing. Bridget Moynihan, obviously ex-girlfriend, also had, uh, gave birth to Brady's son, John Edward Thomas, which, by the way, she named the initials Jet. Um, she's 36, which I did not know. She looks fucking fantastic. Um, but here's the thing. She's so hot to me. Like, I've always thought she's really, really sexy. Oh, yeah. And then I see her on the cover of OK Magazine while I'm shopping at Publix, and it, it's her and her kid, and the, it's a quote from the kid that says, life without my daddy. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, this bitch is crazy. Like, she is that crazy baby mama, and the baby mama drama that comes with it but it makes her hotter to me because she seems like she's so fucking crazy. Is she keeping the baby away from uh, Tom Brady, or is Tom Brady just saying, hey, I want nothing to do with it? I didn't read the article. Okay. I mean, I just fucking saw it and thought, all right, that's really a classless move, but at the same time, it's also really, really hot because she seems like the chick that would get pissed off over child support issues and bust out your front window of your Camaro like my mom did. And I have, and it's etched into my memory. So, what? Yeah. Well, there was a child support issue to my mom and dad, and this was in the 80s when my dad's yellow Camaro was cool, and she took one of my baseball bats and beat in his front windshield, like right in front of me. So a really classy move. But I think it actually adds... To the hotness. Did your mom ever do anything like that to get back at your dad? Because you come from a broken home, too. Uh, I sent him to jail. Really? Yeah. And she uh, she's having the same problem with Mullet Joe, my um, my little brother's father. And uh, actually, he just went to jail, I believe, this week for driving on a suspended license. And uh, he's going to be kept even longer because he's like like 
seven or eight grand behind on child support. What do you think it says about your mom by the guys that she picks? Uh, she likes the bad boys. Right. She likes uh, someone who's going to you know throw some Skinner in her air while she's getting fucked. Right. I, I, like my mom, for the most part, she's picked good guys. My dad was young and dumb. But he's a good guy now. Her current husband is good. But like your mom, she kind of repeats that cycle with really deadbeat dudes. Mm-hmm. Do you think that somehow has rubbed off on you a little bit? Why? I don't pick deadbeats. Dudes. You know, you have what? the same guys with mullets. You have the same fucking interests. <laughs> <laughs> I've never dated a guy or a guy with a mullet. Uh, the thing that pisses if me If I were to date guys, it would be a very smooth twink. Next. A man found that giving a police officer a wet willy after his arrest this week was not (laughs) such a good idea. According to court records, the 38-year-old man picked up an additional charge of assault and battery on a police officer after he put his finger in his mouth and into the officer's ear. (laughs) Come on. You gotta give him points on style there. He was already under arrest for threats to kill and in public intoxication at the time of the incident. (laughs) So this motherfucker, he's drunk, he's threatening to kill people, and then he thinks... (laughs) <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do to the officer you know it wasn't like it was an atomic wedge and you ripped the uh, officer's underwear it was a wet willy sir it wasn't uh what you would consider assault and battery i'm gonna give ta- him a break i'm gonna take the opposite stance on this because wet willies piss me the fuck <laughs> off Thank and you i for telling me that and i hate when family members do it so if some drunken asshole is doing it to me and i'm a man of the law i absolutely want him brought up on charges i would love it if this guy would have done an open chest chicken pack to him i mean just just made him feel like he was having a heart attack or cup, cup check. Cup check, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But what the? What are you doing? Uh, the, the police are trying to drag you away. And you, and you, fucking, you know, you lick your finger and stick it in the officer's ear. How about a uh, noogie? Give the officer a good old noogie. The wet really is really a fuck you. You know what I mean? It really is. It's a, I'm not taking this seriously, but fuck you anyway. Here's a wet will. I wonder if it's a big goobery one. Oh. You know, there, there's just the licking of the finger where it's a little wet and you do wet willy i was always a prick and i would spit all the way across my finger and just shove it in someone's ear where it got there deep and made like a nice little yellow soup in their ear with their wax yeah it's so disgusting when you think about that just the the idea (laughs) of a wet willy and i love this guy though and the fact that he greatest the fact that he did it to an officer that it's that's arresting him really makes it next worthy it's ballsy and you got to give him credit for that. I wish it was on YouTube somewhere. If it was on YouTube, it'd be viewed over a million times easily. Story, story number four, four, four. Southwest Airlines says it plans to apologize to a Florida passenger after the employee forced him to change out of a sexually suggestive T-shirt or risk getting thrown off the plane. I grew up in Texas, and Southwest, based out of Dallas in Love Field, I flew Southwest Airlines all the time. Mm-hmm. I had nothing but pleasant experiences. I even have fond feeling uh, when it comes to Southwest Airlines. I always had good experiences with it. I'm shocked that in the last six weeks, Southwest Airlines has become a Catholic school and really fucking come down with this dress code. Turn that inside out. Exactly. It's the turn it inside out, 
Chicks are dressing too provocatively. You know, Southwest was known for having a sense of humor, and now hot chicks are told to put blankets on. This guy's wearing a fucking T-shirt. Now, here's what the T-shirt says. Okay. All right, we actually have what it is. He bought the T-shirt in the Virgin Islands. By the way, he was going from Columbus to Tampa. Reads, uh, the sexual double entendre to promote a fictional fishing tackle shop. Uh, the large letter reading says, Master Bader. Douche chill. So, first of all, this asshole's getting on a plane, you know, with a Master Bader t-shirt on. Now, I, I used to have a Beaver stuffing t-shirt. I'm so embarrassed about it. I can't imagine wearing that now. Yeah, I can't imagine. Well, I even have a George Bush and Dick Cheney. They're hanging out with each other, and they got the t-shirts on that say, I'm with stupid, pointing at each other. And Douche the, chill. Yeah, like, I don't even wear that out in public anymore. I bought it a year ago. I thought it was a cool political statement. Then I realized, <laughs> okay, this is That's stupid. a cool political statement. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was at the fucking <laughs> the hot topic, and it seemed good, like a good idea at the time. We need to get out of this whole thing of fucking wearing t-shirts all the time. That's one of the biggest problems with our generation, is that there's just no dressing up anymore. T-shirts are so socially acceptable now. You know, it oh, used to- we, we, we either wear t-shirts or we act like we're a part of a team. Yeah, we're <laughs> rocking around. Yeah, I'm on the Lions. I'm a part of the Mavericks. Yeah, we're right. rocking around like it, it, it's a Friday and the varsity game's going coming up. It's weird because in high school, I never wore t-shirts. I, and you could. But I always wore collared polo shirts. Not a prep, I, not a complete preppy look, but I looked presentable. It was like golf shirts and stuff. Not me. I was a bum in high school. I would wear, you know, just tattered bullshit. You know, all my shirts had holes in them. Uh, I would wear thermal underwear uh, <laughs> underneath everything. I, I was a very, very bum looking kind of kid. And it's weird because as I grew up, I dressed sloppier. And now I'm trying to get out of that and doing the whole dress for success thing, which is actually even dumber. I get it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but isn't it weird how like high school really does kind of prepare us for the real world? Because it's the fucking long days. It's the dress codes. Uh, it's the, um, the, the, the special treatment for athletes. Do you think high school prepares us? For life, it's or that, tone. or do you think that life somehow just goes back to mirroring high school? Yeah, I think it just sets the tone. I mean, it, when you're that young, and these are the values instilled in you, and that at that age, you know, that just can't, kind of carries forward. Where you know the jocks get this special treatment, the uh, you know you, the nerds and tech support get made fun of. They have their own little personal clique and club where they think they're cool. But I mean, it really just kind of perpetuates through life i wonder now i'd actually be fascinated to go back to high school not in 96 but now in 2007 and see if the world has changed of high school to reflect the world now where the nerds are actually the cool kids like if you don't know how to you know upload something on youtube you know, if you're if you're that jock who doesn't who doesn't believe like in MySpace, are you looked at as a Neanderthal and as an uncool dude, or or not? You know what I mean? I think because uh, when we were in college, when we were in high school, technology wasn't really revered. I mean, it was a fucking CD player. If you had a Walkman, you were a douche. You were cool if you had a you know a portable CD yeah, player. Yeah, I think it's you know whatever. If you have to be able to operate whatever's cool, if you go beyond that, you're a dork. You know, you have to just kind of stay with the times. You go ahead of that, 
too far, you're a fucking moron. Like, I remember Amanda in high school. Fucking Amanda. Well, no, this is a different This is a different one. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't want to get with her because she was on the internet. Okay. And, ni- and in 96, being on the internet was a douchey thing to do, and she ended up marrying some crazy serial killer-ish guy from Michigan right after she graduated, and we thought, wow, what a fucking loser. She married some guy from the internet. I remember my sister, her uh, her husband, what, uh, ex-husband now, uh, she met on the internet back in... This is 95, 96 maybe, and I wouldn't tell anybody. But, but na- now it's kind of normal. Now if you don't make your first initial contact with a chick online, it's kind of looked at as, oh, really? Or if you at least don't meet and hook up with each other, like maybe you meet in a bar, but you don't exchange numbers, you exchange IMs or MySpace pages. I find that more relaxing, you know, uh, exchanging that kind of thing and talking on the internet because it's a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd have gotten laid way more because I, I can't ask for a number. I, I just never will. But give me your MySpace, become friends. Oh, I, I'll ask for anything. I'll ask for the butthole right there at the bar that night. It's twice you've mentioned butthole <laughs> in the next cast. Hit. Milk dud. Story number three. Next. Dubs, this is a little double shot power of retardedness. District officials are standing by a high school principal's decision not to censor an opinion piece calling homosexuality one of biology's reproductive errors despite a ho- despite the high-profile media attention uh, describing the furor uh, caused by the article. Basically, uh, what the, argue- what the uh, article says is that homosexuality is a medical disorder much as Down syndrome is. <laughs> Being gay's retarded. Oh, his new sucking cock was retarded. <laughs> you're not gay. You're stupid. Have you, by the way, have you ever noticed how super sexual tards are? Oh yeah, they'll rub their dick against anything. They'll rub it against a butthole. And there's three. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I had a cousin, and she's still alive, uh, who had Down syndrome, and like we knew she was sexually active, and we knew her boyfriend would come over. And Another he, retarded guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. You If you knew this kid, Brian, and he had a Camaro, too, by the way, and how much we would fuck with him, he was afraid of the the dog. He was a little bulldog. And we just we wouldn't sick it on him, but we just let it go into his face barking, and he'd climb up on the couch like scared shitless. Now, you guys knew they were sexually active. I would have had to. Busted in on him having <laughs> sex. It would have been a must in my younger years. I wouldn't be able to live with myself knowing that's going on, and I haven't witnessed it yet. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was always fun, like making him pretend we were his friend, and then just fucking with him. It was always really, really, really we a good would, time. Uh, we worked with. Uh, I worked at a, a restaurant. Uh, my first job, I was fourteen. I worked at a restaurant, and I was busboy and did dishes and that kind of shit. The other dishwasher, she was a retarded girl. And, uh, then that had there, to make you feel good. Well, and then there was a group of us, you know, busboys, who were about 14 and 15, and we would just, you know, subtly fuck with this girl. We, would, we didn't want to make her feel bad, so she didn't know we were fucking with her, but we would slip love letters from other busboys, oh. and, and she would come up. Why and, like, is that always an old favorite with the special needs women? <laughs> because they're gullible. Uh, well, Dubs, that actually brings us into story number two uh, of story number three. A worker with Down syndrome says he was harassed at his 
New York Walmart. Uh, the man with Down syndrome says he was threatened and ridiculed by his for, well, by his fellow Walmart workers due to his irritable bowel syndrome. No bullshit, your irritable mouth syndrome. Have you ever worked with a retard? It, it's the same fucking questions over and over and over again. I try to be nice when I work with retards. I try. The first four days are lovely, but after that, it's like motherfucker retard. Why don't you just write it down and look at it when you have that same fucking question again and leave me the fuck alone? Well, if they you could beady-eyed little fucking. But here's the thing: if they could do that, then they wouldn't be retarded. I always find it remarkable. Why do we have to hire them? Why do they have to be in the workforce? They why should, not? Because they're they should productive get people. No, they aren't. Yes, no. They are. My cousin has held a job for an incredibly long time because a, she can't get fired because she's retarded. At a cafeteria, she serves her purpose. It, no, no, no. I, the people there hate her. I'm going to tell no, you that right don't. now. I'm going to tell you that right now. They hate her, and they wish they wish she was just stillborn. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, like at Publix, which is here in Tampa or in Florida, that's the big uh, grocery store. Mm. It's at, at least the one by our house. It's all the grocery baggers are all you know retarded, mm-hmm. and I always feel for the checkers who have to basically do the the baggers job too. Well, they aren't even really doing the baggers job. They they have to because if you ever get checked out and the retard's bagging, the retard brings up conversation to everyone. Oh yeah, know? and she has to sit there. And just listen yes. to this drivel. It has to just be annoying as hell in every day. They have such remarkable patience. Now, um, this man with Down syndrome suing the Walmart. I don't know what he's asking for, though. A second job as a dishwasher. That's what he wants. He wants to work over the blimpies in there. He's asking for puppies to squeeze too tightly. There's something to really, really make him happy. He's asking for one of those drool catchers, like as a foreman. Jesus. Next, with El Jefe and J Dubs. What's next? Coming up at Next Cast 10, a complete recap what didn't make the cut in stories number two and one. It's all next with us, El Jefe and J Dubs, myspace.com slash next radio. Next. Next, with El Jefe and J Dubs. Stephanie, you are becoming a woman. And some amazing things are going to happen to you. Your whole body's changing. And every month you'll get your period. Just like your old mom. Most days it's a cinch. But some days are kind of heavy and it's no problem. As long as you've got Stay Free, it really protects. And I ought to know. I've been using Stay Free since... Well, since I became a woman. Stay Free Protection. A confidence you'll share. They're despicable. The only magic in AIDS is Johnson. <laughs> They're disgusting. All I feel as my right hand is cupping my backside is it filling up with uh, with, with gooey goodness. <laughs> and their mama's boys? Hi, sweetheart. Oh, for God. You're not helping here. Not only do I suck, but I'm a puss, too. <laughs> Two of the classiest men in radio are back. The Richard Manton Show www.richardmanton.com Mom? Hmm? I've got to ask you something real personal. Hmm? Do you douche? I sure do. But only with Massimville vinegar and water. Why Massimville vinegar and water? That's what my doctor recommends. For a naturally fresh feeling, only Massimville has two vinegar and water douches. Pure, extra mild, and extra cleansing when you need it. 
You'll see how clean and fresh Massingo makes you feel. Massingo, trusted by more women than any other brand. So I was listening to Real Kid Radio, and it's like the biggest word I've ever heard. It's offensive to black, white, women, and everyone in between. Fuck them. Fuck them. Jim and I'm Jim. It's me. I'm Jim. I'm going to be the next fucking Martin Luther King. <laughs> For them, Jake and Brandon. Brandon Black. Something. Jake gets angry. Well, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I don't... Go ahead, like, Nick. Tell me how I get angry. What I have never gone out with a girl that I haven't had sex with already. If you are if you're ever at a party and a girl's like, yeah, I never really had a dad, I'd always be like, yeah, I'll definitely have sex with you tonight. <laughs> I'm not battling any demons because I think that some men are beautiful. It's because the earth should be spinning. Might as well be spinning on a penis. Brandon, big mom with house too. Okay, why don't you just... <laughs> Listen, if the cops did come, I would jump on one of the banisters, like the high things, and I would jack off and skeet on them. That's her punchline for everything. <laughs> hey, Brandon, what's up? Hurricane Katrina. Brandon, what are you doing later? That's my... Tech killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. Probably jack off, like... Nine or ten times, I think. <laughs> Dude, like, like, if, like, the moon was here, like, I don't want to grab it. Fuck it. <laughs> Jim and them are the biggest assholes. They can go fuck themselves. This is Jake. Go to JimandThem.com. Some men think strong opinions are a sign of PMS. Real PMS includes headaches, cramps, bloating, which make you feel miserable. But Midol PMS helps you feel like yourself again. Opinions and all. For PMS, nothing works better than Midol PMS. Hey, this is Kevin from We Hit and Run. And this is Sid. And here's what you've been missing <laughs> if you haven't been to myspace.com slash... Radio. Okay, radio. That is complete uh, sorcery. Oh, is that what it is? Because, and mind you, the whole marriage gimmick was brought up when people died when they were 30. So, yeah. Okay, what does marriage have to do with that? That's the whole fucking religion is based on marriage. A man and a woman, not two men, mind you. Oh, my God, you're such a stupid asshole. You guys in Catholicism, the preacher doesn't get... The preacher. The All I hear is white wing bullshit. I'm just quoting it back to you. Don't tell me I'm fucking full of shit or anything because oh, I don't believe so in it. I don't I believe in don't any believe of that, that shit. But do I fucking bother you about it? No. Do I go? Do I go? I'm not bothering you. Do I knock your fucking door and say, "Hey, Kevin, here's the fucking word of God"? I yeah. didn't say. Okay. You, I never so accused you of that. Why the fuck do you feel the need? Uh, why do you fucking? Sid, why do you? Let me, fi- dude. Don't fucking interrupt me. You interrupted me with your shit, but continue. You changed the subject. Gary, pick that mic up. Pick that mic up. Real Kill! I'm loving it. That was great. Next. 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 Not next worthy. Here are some stories that didn't make the cut, but are worth a mention. It's Next Cast 10, Hefan Dubs. Rush Limbaugh was in the news a lot. Yeah. Uh, America's favorite shock jock. And you know, and he knew it was coming. He's been try. He's actually been on the side of people not being fired for uh, the stuff they say because he knows that if it, the pushback comes too hard, it's coming at him. So here's what I find interesting about Rush Limbaugh. Uh, as a broadcaster, he's great. Mm-hmm. Just as a broadcaster, yeah, he's, doing uh, what he does for his niche, he's great. However, I honestly think that he is responsible. Like a lot of people will give like stern a lot of they'll point at him for like the downfall of morality, you know. Uh, Rush Limbaugh to me is the guy 
who has done a lot to separate this country and kind of get that whole fucking thing started of red blade red state blue state us versus them mentality so you don't kind of like that sets everything up like the uh, survivor i hate it. it's so stupid and it's set this country back so far what is interesting to me though is that clear channels executive the head guy mm. stood hogan? by him. i believe it's still hogan stood by him i'm by you brother and said, you know what? We're not going to cave. Screw you guys. We know what he does. God, You know what? Clear Channel, for as much shit as they get, really does a lot of times stand by their talent, unless their talent's totally wrong. Right. So, I mean, God bless Clear Channel for what they do in that respect. I think that at that whole time, the thing that went on with Stern, I think they sold him up the river as a business plan. But at the same time, too... They know that, you know... There's Limbaugh- only six outlets for them. I mean, it wasn't a huge hit on Stern. Yeah, either. but for Limbaugh, that's their fucking stud, and they're going to ride them all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, why, why would they stand behind CBS's at the time, stud? Right. That was Stern with CBS. That was their yeah. competition for the most part. Oh, well. When we know. were at Clear Channel, they always had our back until they let us go before a contract, which we really should have fought harder. Uh, Friends of Benefits, there was a study out this week that said it's really not a good thing. It ends up hurting people a lot of times. Just if you're a badge about it. Have you ever had a friend with benefits? Mm-hmm. I did too. It worked fun. out well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the fallout with the girl was because I don't give a damn. But <laughs> uh, for me, it worked out great, and that's all I care about. Not everybody has something to say. A really interesting opinion piece in the Miami Herald, just about how message boards suck because basically there are nothing but you know scum on there, and they're mm-hmm. always taking it to the absolute lowest common denominator, which I agree with. That happens on message board. You go through any message board, it always goes to the lowest common denominator. Well, you have a few really good super posters who make some really good points, and, and then it's all ruined by, shut up, faggot. <laughs> and just like just someone just throwing that out there. like That adds to the conversation. On my Dallas Mavericks up, web, web board, there's just this one asshole that just, his own, he's, he's almost running a bit. Just everything is about Dirk sucks. And he's called T-Max One Good Eye, you fuckface. <laughs> so I know he's ru- running a bit. But it's I got to respect that, it's man. It's just fucking annoying. <laughs> and I see his thing, and I just immediately have to skip past it. But at the same I always hated message boards until I came to see their power and really started browsing. I'm like, you know what? These are actually pretty fun. They're pretty cool. So I don't know that I agree with the... The opinion piece, but it is funny to see someone in the traditional media who probably caught a lot of shit on message boards mm. uh, try to rail against them, you know, because that's always the way it goes. Because that's why I hated them at first. The first time I read what they wrote about me on ronfez.net, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, bastards. I almost cried, <laughs> even though every single word of it was true. I was an awful character and producer on that show then. Now I think it'd be great. Uh, Friday the 13th be remade. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, have you ever seen the original? Yes, of course. With, uh, it's mostly about the mother. And it, it, it actually has a pretty good storyline. It's not as campy as the rest of them. The, and I think it would be good. Then guess what? You're going to be completely disappointed because it's going to have Jason and nothing to do with the mother. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. Fuck this remake. <laughs> this remake sucks cock. Yeah. Here's what's funny about that, though. Like, I we completely run out of ideas. Like, I saw Halloween, the remake. 
first half fantastic last half sucked the last half was like basically a remake of the original one yeah that's what i was why, heard. why would you think that sucks the original one was terrific and if they i'd know, never seen the original oh the original's great the first half though was like all right this is this is like a, the next uh part of the devil's reject series don't uh, don't try to find uh uh halloween three though i hope they never make, remake halloween three uh, it, that's the one that has nothing to do with the uh, actual Halloween and Michael Myers series. The only thing that has Michael Myers in it is that is the uh, the uh, Halloween movie of the week where they're playing it on TV and that's in the oh. background the whole time. But the whole thing is about these people, like this factory who makes a mask that all these kids wear and they have to watch this special commercial during the Halloween movie of the week and it eats their brains. All right, that sounds incredibly stupid. It was terrible. And then uh, Brad Pitt says George Clooney and Ben Affleck should run for president and be on the same ticket. I don't know about Clooney. I've never really paid attention to him. He's, he's got great politics. He's Does a smart he? guy. He's a I, very smart, cerebral guy. Then, then go on uh, Bill Maher and I'll listen to you because that, that's where I listen to Ben Affleck at. And I actually like him on there. His acting can uh, go screw. But as Whoa. A, don't go telling him off like that, kiddo. <laughs> what do you want me to say? His, uh, his acting can lick a taint. Some, I want you to say something other than go screw, <laughs> grandma. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my Davenport tonight and uh, make me some popping corn. I agree. The only time I'll watch Ben Affleck on HBO is if he's on Bill Maher. If it's any of his fucking movies, no thank you. Do you like the fact when celebrities get involved with all these causes? No. Nah. Nah, uh, they can have their opinions. They can do what they want to do, but I'm not going to listen to them just because they're a celebrity. It doesn't I, really make a difference I to like me. it when their politics is the same as mine. <laughs> Otherwise, Fred Thompson, Kurt Schilling, fuck you. Well, Fred Thompson, I think, is terrific because I'd like to see the president of the United States be the same president of the uh, Texas State Armadillos and Unnecessary Roughness. Next two, story number two. The Stripper's Secret. All right, this is a very interesting article. I don't want to read it all word for word. But essentially, um, study done, a report by the University of New Mexico, okay, that women, whenever their signs of fertility are at their at their highest because you know yeah uh you know like in the animal kingdom you got you know certain animals that you know their butt turns pink you know so the but women don't necessarily you know you can't tell if their butt's pink you know what i mean so but there are subtle signs (laughs) well as it turns out uh this guy was like you know uh subconsciously women dress more provocatively and men find them prettier when it's their prime time for conception so how does this play out in the economic world? So somehow he gets funding to go to a strip club <laughs> and see how this works. Turns out that dancers made about $70 an hour during their peak period of fertility versus $35 an hour. Wow, doubled it up, huh? While menstruating. And then if it was kind of that, you know, it, they weren't on their period, but they weren't at their peak fertility, they made $50 an hour. They, they don't take days off during menstruation? No, that I, should They should get the three-day weekend then. That should be their little time when they don't have to dance. I always wondered, like, at an all-nude club, if you just couldn't come into work. Like, I would imagine so. Or you had that rat tail hanging, that little <laughs> mousy tail. I was with, with someone before who enjoyed being around, being running around naked. 
even when it was that time. So you always just kind of saw the string yeah, hanging out there. I saw my ex's string a lot, and I would. Oh, it's really the mouse tail. I called it. I'm like, hey, your mouse tail's hanging out. You might want to do something about it. So uh, <laughs> wear wear the special underwear tonight, sweetie, because I don't want you to stain the good ones. The, uh, the psychologist says the fluctuations. I don't want it to look like a Snickers bar has been rubbed up your taint. <laughs> just just where those ones have been crusted for a while. Uh, says that the changes in body odor, waist to hip ratio, and even facial features, that those are things that change subtly. So, like, as guys, subconsciously, we notice that shit. Because have you ever been more turned on with your chick, even though it's your chick, and you just don't really know why? It's probably because it's that peak conception time. You know, she's I at her most I just I haven't jerked off in a while. That was the only time I really wanted to have sex. A woman on the pill averaged $37 an hour because they had no peak performance, because that's the whole idea of the pill, uh, versus for 53 for women... Uh, off the pill. Now you always wonder why strippers have so many kids. Maybe they already knew this. Maybe they already there's like something subconscious where they're like, "I ain't making any money anymore. Fuck yeah. this. I, I what's changed? All right, the uh, it's the the pills have been taken. Drop those, make more money again. They say that birth control could lead to many thousands of dollars lost every year in potential well, tips. And the birth control pill and shot and whatever can make you gain weight. Mm-hmm. And strippers, that's that's the death nail for you. So you gotta kind of play your cards right. You gotta think about the thousands of dollars though that that would save if you did end up having a kid. You know what I mean? So I mean, there's a balance there. Um, but they said that I have a I have a way to fix all of it. Taking the milk dead. No, four. <laughs> a researcher surprised that almost no one in the business had noticed the pattern before. So if you're a woman in any service industry job looking to maximize your tip, the psychologist says, schedule more shifts for the phase right before ovulation. So even if you're like a waitress or something, you know that fucking aura that women just give out, you're more than likely going to get better tips. Now, uh... I would be interested. This might be a, a cool thing for some strippers to try. Go there, wearing your uh, string out of your vagina, and have guys tie dollars to the fucking string. Next. If you missed it, here's what was next. Number 10, suicide in the city council. Number 9, the alleged vibrant economy. Number 8, an R. Kelly Christmas. Number seven, Radiohead's free album. Number six, Tom Brady movie miscue. Number five, Assault by Wet Willie. That's <laughs> still funny. Number four, Southwest Airlines High School with their dress codes. And the guy with the masturbator t-shirt. Number three. Dude, it's funny as shit, man. <laughs> uh, number three dubs was Get the, it? Tar, masturbator. the Tard special, the Tard double shot. Mm-hmm. And number two was the stripper's secret. Dubs, that brings us to number one. Number one. Nummerzeichen eins. Numero uno. Numero one. The number one story. Prostitute snorted cocaine off of two-month-old son while breastfeeding. <laughs> we got a next download for you on this one. Next download. The woman accused of performing sex acts for money with her kids in the backseat of the car cried in Schenectady City Court today. She also signed an order of protection that prohibits her from having contact with her two small children. Jessica Layton is live on our newsroom with more. Good evening, Jessica. Good evening, Jim. In court today, when Wendy Knowlton Cook asked how long it would be before she could see her kids again, a judge told her, you have a very, very long road ahead. 
Is there anything you want to say to people watching tonight who are judging you? Wendy Knowlton Cook got into the police van with a straight face, refusing to talk to reporters. That's after she was scolded in the courtroom. The judge told her, quote, I have never come across such an atrocity in my life, and that's saying a lot. Congratulations. Knowlton Cook Thanks, is accused of turning ass. tricks on two men while her five-year-old daughter and two-month-old son sat in the back seat of the car. Police say she was doing drugs in the car, even snorting lines of cocaine on her infant's stomach while it's just a family thing at this point you know she's a hooker you're supposed to snort fucking blow off hookers how about i snort blow off a hooker's baby let's up it a little bit i think this is actually inventive that actually just sounds like uh multitasking because she was breastfeeding at the time Oh, okay then it makes sense i mean you can't really falter for that she didn't like bring the baby out just for the coke purposes and snorting cocaine off of a baby is stupid because they're too ticklish and they're just gonna <laughs> giggle the whole time and it's gonna end up spilling everywhere, and you have to get down in between the seats and try to snort it off. Or you guys just look at each other and laugh afterwards. Next download. Breastfeeding him. Police arrested Knowlton Cook at Swan and State Streets in Schenectady Monday after they say she offered sex to an undercover cop for money. But today we learned she did have a day job at a shoe store in Saratoga. We also learned she is the daughter of Jack Knowlton. He's one of the owners of the horse Funny Side. An empty swing set sits in Knowlton Cook's backyard Has at 332 Caroline. the Funny Side of the baby? That's what I'm wondering. Because they're ticklish. What, what, what is Jack's Funny Side? You, the, you, you never... The... the the horse, funny side. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was actual like place or something. I no, know. The, okay, the guy okay. owned the horse, funny side, and oh, that's okay. his daughter who's turning tricks. <laughs> Yet she also works at the store that's kind of like a horse racing store or novelty shop that sells stuff, uh, you know, for the uh, for the animal too. Next download. What vibrant economy. This chick's working at a store. She's got to go blow guys in front of her kids to make ends meet. Job or sport. That's what I'm wondering. Street in Saratoga, where she lived with her two kids before she was sent to jail. Today, one neighbor who was too afraid to show her face on camera told me the grandparents are frequently at the house to pick up the kids, and she's sickened after learning about the charges against her neighbor. It's very upsetting, obviously. It's a horrible, disgusting thing that this mother has done. You know, Thank the best you, thing that Obvious. can come out of this is that the children are taken care of by a responsible person at this point. And I'm told that is happening, that the children are... Well, she didn't abandon them. She could have left them at home, but she wanted to be with her kids. Look at the bright side, people. It's family bonding time. Some people will play Scrabble. You're going to watch mommy give a blowjob to an undercover cop. Got to learn somewhere. Next download. Safe and they are staying with responsible family members tonight. Meanwhile, their mother is in jail on $15,000 cash bail. She's due back in court on Friday. Now, something else that's interesting to report here, our media partners at the Post-Star report that she was reported missing very early Monday morning before she was even arrested. But right now, police are not saying who filed that report. Live in the newsroom, Jessica Layton, News Channel 13. Thank you, Jessica. So, <laughs> I like the new bet. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I got to keep it. Uh, I got to keep character. So, but anyway, this is fucking one of the greatest stories ever because it has all of the things you look for in journalism. It looks for uh, daughter of a rich family going bad. It has sex involved with performing sex uh on a, on a on an undercover officer it has children involved because it has, it has the children in the back seat it has drugs involved because she's snorting the drugs off of the baby and if we combine number two and one if it bleeds it leads and i think that is the most uh important thing when it comes to journalism
Who says you didn't take a journalism next. class? On the next episode. I do. Ah, whatever. The specs Howard counts. All right, Dubs, that's it. It's next cast number 10. Thank you for downloading it. Thanks for all the... I did take journalism in high school. We just sat there and did whippets the whole time. <laughs> Downloads. It was a wonderful class. Uh, Dubs. Dude, the cracker broke. I want to encourage people to tell one friend uh, about the show. Also, if you have any book suggestions. Oh, a movie suggestion I have for you to go watch. I rented it. Um, the TV set starring David Duchovny, who, by the way, is fantastic in Californication. Uh, really, really good film. If you ever wonder why there's just shit on television, mm. this lays it out perfectly. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but it's called The TV Set. A very good film. Uh, entertainingly depressing. That's the way I would call it. And if you're a fan of this show, you're going to you're gonna like that movie, definitely. Anything else, Dubs? 5,000. I wasn't ready for the 5,000 oh, yet. No, nothing else. El Jefe. Dubs, you're not going to be worried about the Lions? and uh, yeah, I have a bye week, so I feel pretty good about this week. I'm excited because training camps already started for the NBA, and that's going to be right around the corner. And uh, just more heartbreak from the Dallas Mavericks. And by the way, more embarrassment from our owner who's on Dancing with the, Dancing with the Stars. which I, have I hear re- he's doing very well, and he'll be on it for a while. Uh, yeah, it's really actually a disappointment to hear that. I was hoping he'd get voted off immediately. I was hoping he'd go out in the first round like his, uh, like his team does. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, that's not true. MySpace.com slash NextRadio. Uh, if you're a programmer, hire us. Uh, How would you feel if Cuban won that tournament but couldn't pull it off in the NBA? <laughs> Fuck, man, I don't know. You have to be a... Uh... Happy for it then. Fuck that. Never. All right. Until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.